0: Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with me, Caitlin Nolan, not your typical fitness lover, and I'm actually a personal trainer now too, which is fun. But I'm excited for today's episode because I've been wanting to talk about my morning routine, how I kind of transitioned into being more of a morning person. So don't worry. It's not going to be too pushy in this episode. I'm definitely naturally a night owl, but that's why I wanted to talk about this and kind of help anyone who struggles with waking up early or starting their day off on a good note. But... There's so much that goes on online. There's so many tips. There's so many podcast episodes. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're someone like me who looks towards influencers and people who record podcasts to get that inspiration. But you don't want it to be more than that. You know. You want it to be kind of this guide to help you fuel the inspo for your life. But you have to always look at your life because say you know that you have to be at work at 12 p.m and you don't usually fall asleep at night until 12 a.m. Well, maybe it doesn't make sense for you to wake up at 5 a.m. because it just doesn't really fit into that lifestyle of yours. But maybe I come on here and I'm like, oh, I have to wake up at 6 to wake up the hour earlier before my meeting and this and that. Okay, well, that's my life and that's okay and it fits into my life, but as you guys can kind of see, like, it wouldn't fit into that example. So, just keep that in mind as you listen and don't compare yourself. You're not a better person if you wake up earlier. You're not a better person if you put skincare on in the morning and also it's important to know that there are many mornings that I skip over all my morning steps and I go straight into work and the reason why I will say that these morning habits and the things that I'm going to talk about today do help is because I am someone that Is a little bit more like scattered with my routine just because the day-to-day work that i have is so different so there's many many days that i almost neglect my entire tips that i give you guys and do the complete opposite just because i'm either so busy or i naturally kind of lean into that lifestyle rather than the like productive slow and relaxed lifestyle i think i'm more like hectic get things done just wanting to get everything out of the way in the morning so I'll wake up and I'll go straight to my computer and I'll have to finish something really quickly and on those days I always notice my energy level throughout the day is absolutely not there like it's so up and down I am moody I feel like I fall into like ruts easier I have the negative self-talk so that's why I'm coming out with this episode because obviously if you guys see those habits I want to be able to change that for you so yeah, that's today's episode, but let's get into my not-so-typical obsessions and dislikes of the week. Also, sorry, my voice is definitely raspy. I've been a social butterfly, and every time this happens, I lose my voice. I talk about this a lot because I'm constantly losing my voice, which sucks because I literally have a podcast, so sorry for the raspiness, but we're pushing through. Um, So I'm wearing my not-so-typical obsession, and it's just a PJ set. And the reason why these are my obsession for this episode is because... I think that kind of setting this mood or vibe or setting yourself up the way that you want to be is not important because I don't think it's necessary, but it can be helpful. So something that I've noticed is like having that cute matching PJ set or my favorite sweats that I sleep in or doing the legging curls because I know I'm going to wake up feeling pretty when I take it out, like doing the extra step to just kind of feel either put together or pretty actually does something for me even though i feel like pj's aren't as like functional because like you'll wake up and your like pants are rolled up to your knees and i find that all of my pj sets are super thin and i get really cold when i sleep because we keep our house at like i don't know i don't even know what temperature cuz Hunter does that but we keep it really cold so it's not the most practical thing but there's nothing wrong with feeling cute we can all admit that when you feel cute you perform better in your life and same thing goes for like when you put on a nice outfit at the beginning of the day instead of staying in your pjs all day it really does something so that's my not so typical obsession my second obsession this week has been having food with my coffee and I definitely kind of tap into learning about hormones I think that in the wellness world it's so overwhelming like every time I hang out with someone I feel like I learned something new about wellness and it's almost not the best thing. Like I personally like to focus on a few little habits and quote unquote stick to those. I really focus on those and aim to reach those little goals like staying hydrated, like filling my plate with half veggies, you know, things like that. And then you get into all these other things like, oh, candles have chemicals and try not to have your coffee on an empty stomach and those things i think they're almost like just the sprinkle on top because we can't have thirty thousand things that we're trying to achieve in a day i think that's where wellness can become maybe negative because when you stop achieving all the things that you're setting your goals at and maybe you only get to 10 things because we're human and life is busy and it's hard to like cross off a million things especially if we have jobs to get to and we have families and dogs and kids it's freaking hard. So I don't want to like overwhelm you guys at all. But one little thing that's actually my second, not your typical obsession this week has been making an effort to focus on like my hormones, my gut health, just a little extra, just because I know that it translates into me feeling better. So I wouldn't do these things just because they're going around social media or that it's like a magic cure. I don't assume that it's a magic cure. And these are also things that take a lot of time. And I've slowly, slowly started doing things like switch to a natural deodorant, not burning candles 24-7 that are filled with chemicals, having a banana with my coffee. And that's kind of the specific thing I was going to talk about is that I've been consistent with having food with my coffee so that I'm not having coffee on an empty stomach every morning that's actually a huge win for me because I've been drinking coffee for a long time and like that's always been the first thing I grabbed in the morning and yeah so that's something I've been focusing on just for my hormones obviously you guys can do your own research about hormones and like gut health and maybe like what caffeine does on an empty stomach so that's my not so typical obsession this week my dislike of the week has been, I guess, struggling with wanting to say yes to every little thing that comes my way. And it's really hard to say like what is a good thing and what's a bad thing because again, like I'll look at someone else's life. For example, I have many friends that constantly are hanging out with people, are constantly going and doing things, going on trips, having breakfast dates, having lunch dates, having dinner dates, going to workout classes together. Like I have so many people in my life that I feel like are very extroverted. It does inspire me like okay I need to get out of the house. I need to stop being a hermit. I need to prioritize my social well-being along with my like productivity self and I have really struggled in the past year or two years of really being so focused in my personal life not only with fitness and wellness but also with my career i think i talk about this probably too much to the point where it's annoying but i care about my career i care about getting my bills paid i care about saving money hunter and i want to buy a house one day hunter and i want to have a wedding and life is so expensive the older you get you realize how expensive life is for one for two, how fast money goes, and for three, how your taste kind of changes. Like, for example, the furniture at our house. I am past the point of wanting to buy furniture that I feel like is filler, that I'm just going to get rid of in the next house. For example, my nightstands. I made the nightstand purchase because I knew that I was going to carry these into the next four houses that I have, and they were so expensive. They were, I think, $1,200 for two nightstands and I don't even like to get into specifics with not only anything but really money because obviously that is either super out of reach for someone or totally normal and that's just another area of life we cannot compare ourselves in but for me that was very high end and I'm not saying spend what you can't afford like I could afford that and it was a purchase I decided and thought about for a while and I'm very happy that I did that because in the past couple of apartments that I've had, I've had three different nightstands. And at the end of the day, honestly, it starts to become more money just rebuying and rebuying. So the point is like the older I've gotten, even just with my closet and with workout clothes and equipment, I would just like to invest in higher quality stuff. And that obviously, cost costs more money. Therefore, money kind of goes But it is the way that you look at it because, again, like if you're just constantly buying things and consuming those trendy items and always rebuying things, it could add up. But this is not a money episode. I'm just trying to say that I really care about our finances. I care about not only my career in the finance side of it, but I feel like I'm trying to build this career on top of actually helping people and that fuels me so much that I'm like, I don't want to miss a podcast episode because I want to help you guys. And if you guys are looking for me to fuel your inspo and fuel the questions that you have, and especially now with being a personal trainer, I feel like I've been able to say more and able to give actual tips for you guys to relate into your personal fitness journeys. So if you guys can kind of see what I'm saying, like that pressure, not even pressure in a bad way, but that want to deliver to you guys is so big that it translates into my personal life. And sometimes I have to say no. And I think what has worked best for me is like during the week, I need to just be productive, focus on work, focus on myself and my family. And then on the weekends, we can have fun and do as much as we can. And that just has been working for me and Hunter because that's when he's off. So that is what I've aimed for. But obviously I will get somebody ask me to do something on like a Wednesday and it's hard for me to say no. So I guess that's like the struggle that I'm going through is like when to say no, when to say yes. And I think the best thing that I've noticed is there's no right or wrong. Like if I go, it's going to be fun and it's going to be worth it. And if I stay home and I get work done to help me not feel so stressed by the end of the week, that's also a win. And that's kind of how I'm trying to look at life in general is there's not really a right or wrong. It's just what you do with the decision you make. You have to 100% follow through with it. And once you make the decision, don't turn back. Don't go hang out with your friends and then be there thinking, I should have stayed home. I could have got this done. This was such a waste of time. It's almost like you just have to be confident and commit to what you are initially sensing like if you took the initiative to decide to go and say yes there's a reason for that so you almost have to trust your intuition and trust yourself and follow through with it and follow through with okay well I'm gonna have a good time then and I'm gonna set work aside so I'm working on that that's why it's not my obsession this week it's my dislike hopefully it'll be my obsession next week because we have to work on it but yeah those are my obsessions my dislikes my word of the week for this week is prepping I am going on a trip this weekend really quick trip to Arizona which I'm really excited about obviously we're going to go do all of our favorite things see all of my favorite people and that's exciting but obviously with a trip coming up it's like you have to get so much done and yeah there's a lot of like pre-filming pre-cleaning the house packing getting just everything kind of situated before a trip so Really quick before we get into the actual bulk of the episode, I'm going to talk about the only sponsor for today's episode, which is ZocDoc. You know when you go on TikTok and you see all these things and you start to spiral and you're like, oh my gosh, do I have this? Do I have this? I need to get my hormones tested. I feel like I'm definitely not alone in that. I could spiral and just go through a rabbit hole. So it's nice to know that I have Zocdoc whenever I need it. Zocdoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patiently reviewed, that take your insurance and are available when you need them. And they also treat almost every single condition under the sun. You guys can go to zocdoc.com/typical and download the Zocdoc app for free. You guys can go to zocdoc.com/typical and download the ZocDoc app for free. Once you download it, then you can find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available, actually, within 24 hours. That's spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash typical T-Y-P-I-C-A-L ZocDoc dot com slash typical. Thank you, ZocDoc, for sponsoring today's podcast, and let's get back into it. Let's get into the episode. I wanted to start off by saying there's a habit that I've incorporated in my lifestyle since... Probably 2019. And I would say that this was the first thing that I added into my lifestyle when I started to focus on wellness. And that's waking up 30 minutes to an hour earlier than I had to leave. I remember when I worked a 9 to 5 job and I was leaving every single day. I felt like on the days that I slept as much as I could and woke up like that 10 minutes before having to leave it trickled down throughout the rest of the day. I felt more scattered. I felt more rushed. I felt less confident. I didn't give myself time to get ready. I didn't do any of the habits that I like to do that focus on me and well-being. It's almost like throughout the whole day, I neglect those habits because you set yourself up for that pattern throughout the day. So if you're ignoring those, maybe journaling for five minutes, maybe hydrating before you drink your coffee, making your coffee making a breakfast. Those are things that you're doing for yourself. So, if you set that pattern up at the beginning of the day and you say, no, I'm not going to do it, I'm less likely to take the extra five minutes to focus on myself. Take the hour after work to go work out. Take the 30 minutes after work to go on a walk or maybe taking the time at lunch to get myself a fueling meal you know what i mean like there's just so many things that we can incorporate throughout the day that is dedicated to ourselves even in our busy life even in our hectic work schedules and i think that really does start in the morning and also i don't want you to think okay well some mornings i actually do wake up late and i kind of have to rush through my morning that's okay and you can always pick yourself back up but it's just what i've noticed in my life and I am here to make my life easier. I'm here to make your guys' lives easier. And I've noticed that self growth side of me and that few moments in my day is better and easier when I do wake up earlier and I focus on those little things. So I take my time, but I don't ice roll in the morning. I don't drink my greens, do a self care mask. Like, I don't really have the energy for that in the morning. And like, every single day that's so unrealistic for me so I'll share at the end like the little things that I do but my next thing is do what you have to do to wake up I know myself if my alarm goes off I'm so groggy that I don't even remember why I set the alarm I don't even know what day it is I don't know where I am I'm gonna snooze my alarm and I know a lot of people will be like oh put the phone across the room well me personally i won't wake up (laughs) i won't even hear it so i have my phone right next to my head which is really bad but i do that and i will set four alarms if i want to wake up at seven i'm going to make myself wake up at seven and i don't really give myself the option not to because obviously like by the fourth alarm you're like oh my god this is so annoying like i'm up and that's pretty much the only thing that works for me I did recently buy a hatch alarm, and I'm excited to see how that works, but it hasn't come in yet, which is surprising because I ordered it like a month ago. I actually need to check and see what the heck is up with that. I'm not going to figure that out right now, but I'll let you guys know. Hopefully, that will help like that slow ease of waking up. If you guys don't know what the hatch alarm clock is, it mimics the sunlight, so it wakes you up slowly. You get to pick the sound, so maybe it's birds or... The ocean, but I think it also helps for going to bed, so I'm excited actually to get that. I think it was definitely expensive, like $200, but I do think if it works, quote-unquote, or at least helps a little, it will be worth it, but yeah, so set alarms and prepare yourself for what you know that you're going to do in the morning, and we all, I think, have experienced this where at night, we're like, I'm going to get this done. I am going to wake up early. I'm going to work out in the morning, put on my workout set, do my makeup. Like we just are almost a different person in the morning or at night. And then the morning comes and the alarm goes off and you're like, oh no, like I don't even care. I'd rather look the ugliest I've ever looked than get up right now. And it's like a 180 from the way that we felt at night. And I think that's just natural, especially maybe this is actually only because I'm not a morning person naturally. So like I'm so grumpy in the morning that I'm like, I don't care. And I'm just a total different person at night. So if you know yourself and you know that you're like that, then set yourself up for success. I'll put my coffee out. I will lay out my workout set if I know I'm going to go to spin in the morning. I will even sometimes lay out some of my skincare products and just make my life easier in the morning because I know how I am. And if the alarm goes off and I know I set up all those things at night, it's actually harder to like go against What I set myself up to do because I think I've worked a lot on self-efficiency and really following through with the things I say that I'm going to do and I don't want to ruin that and I want to work towards having this self-confidence that I know that I'm going to achieve the things that I set my mind to. And it trickles down to these little things like waking up in the morning where if I put in the effort and I say, I want to do this, I'm going to use this coffee mug I lay out. I'm going to put on this workout set that I laid out, go to my spin class I signed up for, then I'm much more likely to actually follow through with it. And that kind of starts with just committing the things that you say every day, like, I want to make my bed in the morning. Start committing to that. I think that will translate into everything in your life and not only your confidence, but your ability to get shit done and reach your goals because it's the small goals that lead us to the big goals. So my next thing is you want to also challenge yourself. I think that when we get into this routine that's almost mundane and we're not challenging ourselves, it's almost like we're staying on just a flat plane. And for me personally, I want to constantly be growing. I want to look back one, two years down the line and see a totally different person. And I can say that I've achieved that. I am a total different person as Katie, my best friend from growing up. Like she has seen me evolve and I've seen her evolve. And we just definitely have different habits. We are definitely more mature, more efficient. And... I just want to always be growing. So something that I like to do is challenge myself. For an example, I don't love to work out early in the morning. I feel like my legs are kind of asleep. I've always felt this way and it's definitely harder for me. It's like a way bigger challenge actually to I'll relate it to spin because that's the workout that I do, but to stay on beat with spin, it's so much harder for me to do that in the morning than it would be at like a 5 p.m. class, and I've always been that way. So, I know myself, and I know that that is a challenge not only to wake up, get myself to an early morning spin class when it's dark outside, when I'm tired, but it's physically hard. So, I actually want to challenge myself. I want to push myself out of my comfort zone and do things like that that I don't naturally do that I don't naturally want to do I guess because the feeling after is a level of achievement that you get that's different than just saying oh I want to wake up in the morning and make my really delicious maple syrup latte like that's something we want to do it's not a challenge it's almost like a challenge not to do it so think about the things that actually challenge you is it waking up and going for a walk is it waking up and taking your dog out and doing some tricks with her in the morning like it's the things that we have to almost force ourselves to do that really change us and I think starting the day off on that note where you do something like that first thing in the morning it trickles throughout the rest of the day just like a negative morning might trickle throughout the rest of the day a positive will too and there's another thing that I've been wanting to incorporate in my mornings and that's like two minute freezing showers. I've never been a freezing shower girl. I actually like scold my skin in the shower. So I can't even imagine doing that. But I've just seen so many benefits of people talking about cold plunges and jumping in the ocean and jumping in ice baths. And technically, we have our own little ice bath in our shower if we want to. So I've wanted to challenge myself to do that in the mornings. But I haven't gotten there yet, to be honest. And I don't even know if that will work for me so I'll let you guys know I think I talked about ice plunges a couple episodes ago but it's just another little thing that fully challenges you and I know that would be such a challenge for me and also it's important like not to expect myself to reach the two minutes the first time I try it obviously the first time I try it it's probably going to be like 15 seconds and that's being generous so working up to that two minutes is what the goal would be and then obviously if it takes a month or two months by the time I get to that two minutes that's gonna be such an accomplishment that it was trackable to begin with. Like, being able to actually check off that two minute mark will be really great. And I'm actually motivating myself right now because it is life-changing and it's something that will constantly be helping you grow into the version of yourself that you want. And maybe it's not the two minute shower for you and it's drinking coffee with food or going on that walk, going to those workout classes. Doing five minutes of stretching, five minutes of meditation. You know, obviously, everybody's gonna be different. So I always like to mention that. But my next one is to do something for the mind in the morning. This is actually my number one thing. I will wake up, I don't care if I wake up two minutes before I have to leave. There is one thing I will always do every morning, and that's something for my mind. It can be as fast as looking in the mirror really quickly and giving myself a compliment. That's positive self-talk. That's great for your mind. That's great for your confidence, for self-love. But if I have more time, I'll physically write in a journal. I'll write manifestations of things that I want to happen in my life, the way I want to feel that day. I will do the five-minute journal, which is a gratitude journal. And even on the days that I wake up and I don't like instantly grab my journal, like I said at the beginning there are days that i wake up and i jump right into work i'm not perfect and yeah some days i don't follow through with the things i want to follow through with but throughout the day i will go back to my journal and i will write in it like in those 20 minutes in the middle of the day that i try and dedicate to myself if i haven't journaled that morning i'll journal right there because i think journaling is the number one thing that helped my mind be more positive and helped me see the positive things in my life because There's a quote that I've always said is my favorite quote and it's gratitude turns what we have into enough. So when you're grateful for the small things every day, when you're constantly looking in your five minute journal, writing the things that you're grateful for, writing the things you love about yourself, the things you're excited for, for the day, the things that were great throughout the day, you start to feel like your life is enough. You feel happy about your life. And in the society that we live in where we're constantly hearing all these people who achieve astronomical goals and we listen to podcasts where they're saying their routine and it's just such a comparison state that we all live in it's just how life is when we turn that off for moments throughout the day and focus on our own life and the own wins throughout our life it turns our own life into enough and if you struggle with this something you can actually Like think of and ask yourself in this moment when you are thinking, I just want her life. I want to be as successful as her. I want her bank account. I want her clothes. I want her house. I love her furniture. When you're in this feeling, think, okay, well, am I willing to give up my best friend or my boyfriend or my mom for that person's life? Would I be willing to switch every little part of my life, the people in my life, the house, the job every single thing of my life for that person's life so it kind of redirects you and it brings you back down to the feeling of okay no I love my life I love the people in my life I love my situation and there's going to be parts of my life that other people are looking at thinking oh I want their life but realistically we all live the life that we live for a reason and we all have purpose in our own daily life and our daily routine and relationships so you can't let comparison, control that, and again, gratitude journaling has helped that. Another thing is I always think it's important to fuel myself and hydrate myself in the morning. That's what I benefit from. I need that energy in the morning and I need that boost of fuel. So, those are two things I always do. Another thing that I think is really helpful is to make a plan. So, if you are someone who likes to write in a journal, if you're someone who likes to go on the Notion app on your iPad do it. Write down the things that you have to get done for the day. Make a plan for your day. Am I going to work out at 5 p.m. tonight? Am I going to take 20 minutes in the middle of the day and walk my dog? And again, follow through with it. Make sure you're actually checking those things off as much as you can. Every day is not going to be perfect, but I like to plan my day and I think that it helps with not only self-efficiency, but that self-discipline and the confidence of following through with the plan that I set. So I love doing that. And then the last thing I'm gonna share is to make my bed. And the reason it's the last thing is because it's like a no duh, but you have to start from somewhere. And if you're kind of feeling like overwhelmed with the idea of waking up earlier, or having a morning routine, or having rituals throughout the day that kind of set you up, start with your bed. Make the bed in the morning. I can't explain to you how big of a difference it's gonna make, not only at the end of the night when you come to your room and your bed's made, But it's a habit that you're following through with, and it's a routine that you're setting for yourself, and it's more than just making your bed and making your room look pretty. So, those are all the things that I like to do. Remember that you don't have to be a natural morning person to wake up early, and you also don't have to wake up at 5 a.m. to be considered a morning person. And also, the label doesn't matter. You don't have to be a morning person in general. You can be a night owl, you can be the least productive person ever and you're still going to be an amazing person. But if your goal is to have that morning routine and that goal is to wake up earlier and set yourself up for for success, you can do it and it's possible. So my journal prompt this week is what are the morning habits that I want to do every single day this week and then try and follow through with those every single day. And if you miss a day, that's fine. Just Focus on it the next day and just try to go seven days. Maybe it's not in a row. Maybe it takes you a month to go seven days. That's fine. At least you get to it. And there's no timeline for success. You can be successful in four years or four months or four days. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And what is meant to happen in your life will happen. So that's what I'm leaving you guys with. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I don't have many life updates. The only life update is that we're going to Arizona this weekend, which I'm really excited about because we're actually going to tour houses when we're there. I'm so sorry that we're freaking back and forth, back and forth. We are 90% sure that we're going to live in California. But unfortunately, when I look at the price range that we can afford in Arizona, I'm like, oh, you could just get so much, such a bigger lot, like a backyard. And it's just hard because I feel like my heart is like torn because I have so many friendships in Arizona and then I have so many friendships here and I just have to go with whatever house I feel like is best for us. And Hunter feels the same way. He's like, I could literally live anywhere as long as I like our house. And our number one thing is getting a yard for Coco. After our Santa Barbara trip, we're like, wow, she was a total different dog. She was so much happier, so much more tired like at the end of the night from just going and running as much as she could all day and a happy dog is a happy life. We definitely take Coco on many walks like I'm pretty sure Hunter walks five miles a day with her. Um, I go on as many walks as I can but he's definitely like in charge of the leash and he really works with her on walks just because she's so strong and I just think it would be so much more fun for her to be able to have a yard obviously like dogs just love yards and then eventually we can get another dog so we're honestly just gonna look at houses for fun and there's a few areas we really like in Arizona that is almost as great as California like Arcadia and Scottsdale so it's just like up in the air and also another little thing is that I feel like if I did move back to Arizona, I would definitely become a spin instructor. But right now, I feel like I'm leaning towards California because I've been loving my routine here. And I think it's just different like every single month. There was a part of time when we lived here that I was a thousand percent sure I was moving home. I told like my friends, I remember being at breakfast with Lindsay and and I was like, guys, I'm just gonna be honest. We're gonna move home next year. And I think it's great that over time I have felt differently about that and I can definitely see us staying here and it almost feels like we haven't seen it through long enough to go home yet and I feel like we might even regret it if we go home like I don't want to be like okay let's move back home and then in a year we move back to California which might happen and I'm fine with that and that's life but I don't know I'm trying to make the best decision so I'm, I'm very at a crossroad so I'm sorry that I have no answers for you. But that's what's going on. It's Katie's birthday next weekend, so we have a lot of fun things planned. I haven't even decided if I'm going to vlog or not. I'll let you guys know. or Maybe you guys can let me know if you want to see that. I think it would be fun. But thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next Monday. I love you, and I hope you have the best week. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car...